Hello and welcome back to the No Ratings Podcast. Oh man, I woke up every day, the adrenaline's just through the roof, needlessly. I'm going to need to go see a paramedic at some stage because there's shocks every day, there's goals and drama every day, there's injuries. We're going to talk about all of that and USA have outplayed England at the exact time of recording. But before we get into all of that, let's chat to the boys that are on. Baines, you're back after a little while. How are you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. I'm very well. It's been very nice to see my Twitter timeline without the constant United tweets from you. <laughs> I'll be honest, when you're happy, you're the most annoying person in the world. The game's a game, isn't it? Ronaldo left, I'm sad, but we move and we move. <laughs> uh, Faisal, how are you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. How are you, man? I'm very good, man. I'm very excited because in about uh, 18 hours' time, we're going to be playing five-a-side together. And you're going to be able to see the, the bus gets on the pod is the bus gets in real life, you know? <laughs> I, play, I play, you know? Yeah, bro, I've got sources telling me it's, it's not, that's not the case, bro. Hey, not... these, these sources are lying, bro. These sources are lying. Um, we've also got debut. He goes by the name on the internet as Trujista. It's a nickname from his balling days, but his real name is Kieran. But I'm going to call you Trujista because it sounds a lot cooler. How are you, bro? Yeah, I'm good. It's actually Trujista, like without, like the J is kind of, it's almost like a Spanish Portuguese sort of thing. But yeah, like that's that, that's that's how it goes. Hey, you know? for those at home, I'm Pakistani. I don't have that in my <laughs> vocabulary, you know? I can't just put that in. I just said jer or it's just uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. No, the, um, intent, the intention was there. Good to have you on the pod. As always, uh, when we start a new, when we get a new person on the pod, we have to ask them a very specific and easy question. Uh, you got to give us a fun fact about yourself. What is your fun fact? Fun fact about myself. Hmm. Oh, like I, I lived in the US like for like the first pretty much first four years of my life. So now I've got really well i don't think i've got that crazy i think the acting's pretty much gone but a lot of people think i've got the little twang between i guess that's semi-interesting i don't know <laughs> hey all i'm gonna say brother is uh just want to actually just double check how old are you Kieran? i'm 22 yeah okay then it's fine um if that's your fun fact on a date i'm sorry the date's cancelled she's leaving because <laughs> <laughs> that fact hey, ain't mine <laughs> that's crazy pressure i, I don't know I didn't, I didn't, i'm not too great at thinking about feet I'm playing, bro. I'm playing. You're going to get used to this. Faisal said to you before we start recording, the bait's going to be after you. I'm after you, bro. It's, it's, a, it's a given. It's a given. Um, but nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. It's good to get you on. Um, also, very quickly, have we seen the uh, new branding? For those of you sat at home, if you if you haven't seen it, just open your phone. It's literally right in front of you while you're listening to this podcast. Uh, Faisal, are you rating the branding? Uh, it's saucy. It's saucy still. Hey, hey. I feel like we went from like, I don't know... Um, I'm trying to think of someone went from like Brian McBride to Christian Pulisic. I feel like that's the level we just climbed a little level. I respect Brian McBride, by the way. <laughs> uh, Bane, you rating it? Yeah, it looks nice. It looks nice. Oh, hey, I don't think I feel you're not that happy. You can be honest, bro. We're not going to get hurt. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's good. All right. Uh, Kieran, you're like relatively new. Have you seen? Did you see the previous branding, or you haven't That's seen? The I, I think I think I've seen the previous. I know, I noticed you changed it. It's like it's like the purple side right now. That's what we're going with. Which yeah. I like. I think it's, I think it's cool. I like that. All right, cool. Everyone's happy. I mean, to be fair, you don't really have a choice. Even if I know in the back of Baines' mind, he's going, "Yeah, it was all right." No, I'm trying to think about the one I voted for in the chat. It wasn't that one. We we changed it last minute. I don't think it was known. The, the <laughs> funny story is we were going to go for green, the the like the mm. N in the middle to be green. And we were sat there and I was like, something doesn't feel right about this. And Saki, one of the producers, went, it's because SDS is green, you plank. And I was like, yeah, we can't make it green then. I said, like, we can't go with green. Mm. Uh, so we ended up going purple. I think it works better anyway. Um, moving swiftly on. Last week's icebreaker. It wasn't even last week's actually, last episodes, because I think we're currently releasing three or four a day. Uh, and also shout out you lot, by the way. I believe we're thirty fifth in the UK on podcast, which is like insane. So thank you very much. We're also like twelfth in Jamaica. I don't know how. And like seventeenth in Nigeria, fourteenth in Egypt. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know how we ended up over there, but I'll take it. Listen, it's the it's the diversity on the podcast is reaching new audiences. We like a lot, you know. Um, <laughs> the the uh, icebreaker <laughs> on the last um, episode was start sub sell Pedri Jude Musiala. Kieran, I'll come to you first. If you had to start sub or sell, how would you divvy them up? Hmm. I don't think they're going to like this one. I don't think they're going to like this one, but I'm going to go start Pedri, um, bench Jude, and sell Musiala. 
I know a guy who definitely know like that. Baines? <laughs> I think it's obvious, isn't it? Start Musiala for me. So, uh, bench Pedri, sell Bellingham. Baines? Ah, oh, bro, Pedri starts. Pedri starts all day long. Uh, Pedri first, Jamal second, and Jude third. Yeah, that's that's the order that I went with. But um, yeah, I I was fully aware Baines was on the pod, and I, Baines doesn't love anything in his life as much as he loves Musiala. So, <laughs> right, tread carefully on the Musiala slander. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. Why? Wait, hold on. Um, if like, I'm I'm curious, why do you think Jamal's better than Pedri? I'll be honest. I think this is a tight one. I think. Oh, how do I wear this? The impact Musiala is having on the Bayern Munich team right now, I think he has 22 goal contributions or something. And it's not just the numbers, the overall performances. I don't think I've ever seen something like that. For me, he's Bayern Munich's most important player. I look at Germany, anything good that came the other day, for example, Musiala was like the spearhead of it. That's pretty much it. And I'll be honest, I've watched Musiala a lot more just because everyone yeah, knows how much cool. I love novels yeah, and stuff. I was sort of like hoping it was going to turn into something, but it didn't really. Um, <laughs> the argument put forward was pretty strong, I'm not going to lie. Um, right, let's talk World Cup. England, USA ended 0-0, meaning any team in that group can go through, but it would mean that England would have to lose really badly to Wales, which we will talk about Wales very briefly. But I think this conversation should definitely start with USA. USA were unbelievable. Tyler Adams was outstanding, but Faisal... Your boy in midfield. I remember seeing your tweet, I think, after the... Was it the first game? Um, USA midfielder. You were like, this guy's running things. So I was like, I'm going to keep my eyes hooked to this 19-year-old in midfield. Eunice, what a player. And I feel like I call, I feel like I call him his first name because he's so young. He's a baby still. He was unreal. Nah, bro. Even 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 at Valencia as well, he's been good as well for Catuso this season. But now nah, USA, bro, they dominated that first half performance. was unreal. And it's all started all started with the the front trio. I was quite surprised that Aronson never started as well. Uh, mm. I didn't I didn't understand why you would have Weyer on the right and not having him um, as a number nine and having Aronson on the right hand side. Even Rayner, even Rayner should have for me should have started. But now USA looked dominant in the first half. Like England was shook. I can't lie. And even 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 the second half. That beside I think beside Harry Kane's only ch- that last minute chance. I don't think uh, England had any attacking threat. My thing with the first half in particular, I think just generally, actually, and we will talk about England, as I keep saying, because I know there's, I mean, we're 35th in the UK for a reason, you know, so I don't want to like, just go out. I want to be careful. But it, for me, it was um, USA it, on the whole just felt like they, A, wanted it more naturally. It is like a World Cup final for USA to, to get one over England. Um but I did also feel that actually, like quality-wise, it's the first time I've seen a USA-England game where quality-wise, USA were actually better than England. It wasn't just like they worked their socks off and they ground, grounded out a nil-nil. Um, Kieran, it felt like USA actually came to win, which was relatively surprising. Yeah, of course, you know, Captain America had to, had to you know, show out today. Like, it's a, it's a big game. You know, a lot of, I feel like the English media kind of get onto him a lot. Like, they, they really... I feel like they rag on him way too much. I mean, if that goal of his left foot, the you know the shot that hit the crossbar, if that had gone in, I would have gone crazy. I was already, I was already tweeting some craziness. I was like, you know, he's not even the LeBron James; he's the Michael Jordan of of, of soccer. But of fo- I said football. I said football. I didn't say soccer. I said football. Um, but yeah, I think I think you know Pulisic, um, Musa, Musa is incredible. I, I I just can't believe he's literally nineteen years old. He's balling out like that in the World Cup already. Now that's that's my boy as well. Well. Uh, Bainsey, I didn't actually see any tweets from you about England, but how how strongly are you following England? Firstly, let me ask that question. <laughs> I'll be honest, don't get me wrong, I watch every single World Cup game, I watch every single England game, but I really do not care how England do. Wow. <laughs> like, like that. I'm, I'm one of those people where, like, if England do well, I kind of hate it, personally. I hate seeing the country happy, I'm the biggest hater. <laughs> and you know what and you know what is it? I said this. I don't want to get cooked here, but you see with international football, I think international football brings out the biggest casual fan base in, in the world kind of thing, isn't it? Like, you know, for example, last Euros, when I think it was Chiellini tackled Saka on the halfway line? Mm. And I saw petitions for that to be a red card. When anyone that watches football on a week-in, week-out basis knows that's just a tactical foul. And it was a brilliant tactical foul. Yeah. I just hate that side of international football. 
I haven't seen something crazy like uh, yesterday. Someone like tweeted um, someone like a Ronaldo gif, and they're like, "Yo, is that the, that the, that's the guy from the gifts?" And then <laughs> you know the Ronaldo one, uh, and they they put out, "Oh, my heart's a stereo," and they thought that's what Ronaldo was known for, just the, that gif <laughs> or that that video. I was just like, what? Oh, this, is, this is so crazy. I I wish I could find it again, but it's nuts. Yeah, the internet during the World Cup is wild, man. Like, there's there's people out there who I know for a fact, like, you're a rugby fan. Like, why are you trying to tell me England should play a 2-4-7-8? Like, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear from you. Like, what are you telling me? Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting, actually, Bainge, because I did have you down as uh, someone who hates England doing well. I don't know why. I just had a feeling. But if you don't want England to do well, just very quickly, who are you actually supporting in the World Cup? Germany. Ronaldo. <laughs> Like, for me, when it comes to international football, I don't really follow teams. I just support players that I want to see do well. Ronaldo, Musiala. I'll be honest, I want to see Rashford do well from a United point of view. Other than that, I'm just here to enjoy the tournament, really. Other than England winning, like, I would hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, like, random guy Gaz is sat in his basement listening to this going, you're in my country and you don't want us to win. Get get back to Pakistan or India, wherever you're from. It's a weird one. I just don't feel like an emotional attachment to any international team for mm. some reason. Well, I don't know why we got you on the pod to talk about England USA. Then let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Faith, you got, have you got an emotional attachment to the England side? Or are you gonna? Well, you, technically, you don't, do you? Like you, who are you supporting in this World Cup? I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm on Banks, bro. I don't care if England does it or not, bro. Like, I, I don't. I, Listen, I don't, sorry, I, bros, bros. We are going to get deported. Like, behave yourselves. <laughs> We're getting shipped out. At work, because 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 I've been watching half like uh, the ten the ten kickoffs, the one p.m. and I watch it at work in it. And the England, the England Iran game was at was at, I think it was at one p.m. Uh, yeah, one p.m. So mm. I watched it at work with and my my colleagues all white people or English people. So when, so when they scored, I was like, yeah, yeah, come on. England, yeah. But, but really and truly, I don't really give a shit. Like, I don't really care if, if they win or not. But, but I'm, I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for Brazil. I just want Neymar to win, to finally win his, uh, his deserved uh, World Cup. And that's, and that's pretty much it. All right, we're going, we're going to talk about Neymar because uh, our boy Trujista in here is a big Neymar fan. Jeez, man, nearly had an asthmatic attack. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, that that was like, I was just trying to get it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> quickly back to England. Uh, no Foden didn't come on in a situation where England definitely needed to win. I think we can all agree, regardless of whether we support England or not, um, I feel like USA would have just been going, thank God that Foden didn't come on because England were pretty plain Jane without him, Kieran. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Foden's a game changer. Like he's got every, pretty much everything you want, in, even whether he plays in midfield, whether he's on the wing, like he's got the technical quality. He can beat a man inside, outside. I know there's like a lot of people that think, oh, you know, Foden, he can only go inside. He can't beat a man on the outside. But I've literally, I literally watched every single Man City game. I'm, I'm a City fan for people who don't, don't actually know. But um. He can go inside, he can go outside, he's got the, the ball striking, he can, he can do everything. So I, I feel like, you know, Sake has missed the trick, not not putting him in the game. Mm. Uh, and then what, what, what I find weird is that Mason Mount completed 90 minutes, which to me, which to me is just disgusting. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to ask all, all three of you, if you don't mind, yeah, what is Mason Mount good at, beside running? It's that it's that half turn. That's what's saving his career. It's that receiving the ball on the half turn is is he's literally made a, a whole career. Out of it. I can't like that's I I I like Mount. I I don't hate Mount like that. I think he's I think he's good. I think he's good. He, he's got a good strike on him as well. Come on, man. Oh, come on. He's got he's got a good he's got a good shot on him. Bro, beside bro, beside work rate, the guy. The, the, I, 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 that's that that's his only good attribute. I can't lie, and that's me what's being it? generous as well. This is crazy from a Valverde enjoyer, but anyway. We'll... <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, we'll get, we'll get on to that. <laughs> but I'll be honest, I didn't think Mason Mount was the sole reason England lost. I still feel, I feel like was the sole reason England lost. I still feel, I feel like England have a problem in the midfield. Like I know a lot of people hyped up the 6-2 against Iran and stuff, but I love Bellingham. I love Rice. I still have heavy doubts that if they work together. Like for me, Bellingham final third player, Declan Rice, he, he's, he's good, but I don't think... How do I say this? England lack a player like Harry Winks. Like, not Harry Winks as, like, the player, his profile, in terms of a what? Like, no, no. Hey, like I Harry... never thought I'd hear England no, no. lack Harry Winks. Yeah, that, that's a cra- no, no, but in terms of, like, a volume passer from deep kind of thing, innit? I can't, like, I can't remember the last time England really produced one. 
profile wise, not in terms of quality. <laughs> are you not looking at me? Wait, trust me, it's not a howler, you know. No, I've heard. No, I've heard. Hey, hey, Nivea, you better, you better crop that. Yeah, I've heard okay, a couple more. Hey, brother, that's when I was listening to I was going, just say that one more time for me. Okay, let, me, let, me, <laughs> let me say it again in it so you get a better clip. The way the reason I say England lack a player like Harry Winks, and I don't think Harry Winks is a brilliant player, but but I think Harry Winks is the last English player that I can think of that was kind of a volume passer. I feel like England lacked that massively as a country as a whole over the last couple of years. And I think some something like that, even like Jorginho, for example, for Italy, you know how important those players are. England literally have no one. So hold on, hold on. So 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 you think if if Harry Winks played today? No, no, I, I don't mean Harry Winks, in it. I mean a player of his profile. But he was the last English player off that profile that I can think of. I, I hear what you're saying tactically-wise. I think tactically, like, Harry Winks is the only example you've got, which is why it sounds ridiculous, yeah, which I is why I, I like almost can't compute what you just said. But, like, I know what you're trying to say. Um, I think, on the point of Mason Mount, firstly, I understand the, like, people who don't like him. I also understand people who do like him. He has glimpses of, like, moments where you go... He's got some ability. I don't think he was the problem in the USA game. I also don't even think he was particularly great or not great against Iran. My thing is, like, if you want to take Mount out of that side, who are you going to put in? Because that midfield's already completely unbalanced. We spoke about this and keep speaking about this. But Jude Bellingham cannot play as a six next to Declan Rice. There is even the first Iran goal, Bellingham is asleep. And that's not his fault. That's not his role. You cannot ask a player who is as technically gifted as him to do the job that maybe you need a Harry Winks to do, for example. Um, it's kind of like asking Iniesta to go and play next to Busquets and, and run a game in that way when that's not Iniesta's game. So on that point, I agree there's no balance. But also, I'm not sure how I feel about Mason Mount. I'm kind of just like, he, if he wasn't in the team, I wouldn't be offended. If he was in the team, I'm not that offended. I'm just like somewhere in the middle. Um the Harry Winks thing, though, is... Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I think, well, just quickly with the Mason Mount thing, I don't think a lot of people had a problem with him starting. It was how the game was going, how bad he was playing. Surely Southgate changes something up. Even the Henderson side, I thought, I thought was interesting. Like, if Energy, you were going to bring on someone... Passion, be, no, but if fight. you were going to bring on someone a bit... Surely you bring on Calvin Phillips. Yeah. Like, I thought Calvin mm. Phillips probably made more sense than Henderson. But, I feel know. Calvin Phillips probably just isn't fit. That's what I think. That's what I was thinking. I feel he hasn't touched, he hasn't kicked mm. the ball since. I think he's played 35 minutes or something for City yeah. since he signed. So, my feeling there is that he's probably not fit. Yeah, um, the Foden thing is gone, go on, face. But, but, but not bringing Foden at all, that 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 to me was mm. baffling. And I find that, and I find a very, I just find a stubborn by and, and a bit of arrogance by, by Southgate because he mm. thinks he can do it. Let me do it the way I want to do it rather than taking mm. everyone's else input to it. And if he does come out and say, oh, Look, I did it without. Without having to rely on on these these type of players, I think Foden. If we these type of players, I think Foden. If we're being real, I think Foden starts in every European country in the World Cup. Like for France, he starts. For Germany, he starts. For Spain, he starts. Why is it that for England, he? Sh I don't know why he doesn't start for England. Where, where doesn't start for England? Where where would you play him? That's what I was I was thinking. Would you would you play him in the ten? I would, bro. He can, bro. He can play. He can play as a ten. We can change. We can, as Nubate said, Jude is not a six. That's cool. Yeah. I can I can change the four three three. But Bernardo Silva, when he moved to the eight, he was never he was never using as eight. He was always a right winger. But yeah. Pep used him as an eight. Mm. Just use 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 Declan Rice as a holding six and have two eights in front of him, two interiors. I, yeah, I think I in this current England team, the, uh, in Southgate system, I completely agree with what you're saying. There is a possibility. In fact, I, I agree to 50%. There is a possibility England should tinker to what you just said. The problem there is, coming to what Bain said, is um, you can't, like what Rodri does for City, you can't have Rice doing that for England because Rice can't replicate that. And that's what allows you to have two eights is if you have someone who is essentially a shield, but can also screen really well. I don't think that's Rice's best asset. I think he's very good at it, but Rodri's a specialist. Um, I think in this this team, Foden can only play in one position uh, because of how Southgate has it set up, and that's in Saka's position. So, very quickly to all, very quickly to all three of you, I'll start with you, Kieran. Would you start Foden or would you start Saka? 
they're gonna cook me for this, but I would I would start for them personally because I think um, you know obviously for England at the moment I think Saka's been better, but I think Foden has more to his game. I think Foden's the kind of player where you know if a game's not going England's way, he can take it by the you know can I say by the scruff of the neck and like go and you know fire a pot shot from. I mean I can say this, but then Saka's gonna score that goal against Iran and that kind of like debunks my whole my whole thing. But I just feel like Foden's the kind of player that. He can he can do anything at any point in the game, and he's someone you can rely on. Like Pep said, you relied on him for the last three years, from like the age of nineteen to twenty-two. I mean, what what, what more do you need? What more do you need? Mm. Go on, go I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't have Foden. <laughs> you start I would, Saka. I would. Yeah, I would have Saka. But but that doesn't mean Foden shouldn't be starting. I still feel. I, I still feel we should find a position for, for Foden. Somehow change the formation, put five, six at the back, just put Foden in that team. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how. Just he has to be in that team, bro. I think maybe on the left, potentially. I just I think, think he can drop Sterling, isn't it? Yeah, but Raheem, but, but Raheem is too crucial for this team. Yeah, Raheem the dream. Raheem the dream. That, that's that's kind of the problem, which is why I go like, if Foden plays, he can only play in Saka's place for this England team for the way they play, because you cannot drop Sterling, you mm. cannot drop Kane. Um, but he's done it before City. It's, but City and England are a completely different, like, not only completely different setup, completely different playing style, completely different formation. Even, even if you play the same formation, England don't have, say, a left, a right footed inverted full, fullback, which means you have an overload in midfield. They also don't have centre backs that can defend in 1v1 situations. So it kind of like. I understand what you're saying, but I think it can work if you have the tools that Pep has, but Southgate doesn't have those tools. And and if even if Southgate did have those tools, I don't think he'd he'd use them in the way you're saying. Um no. Baines, are you Foden or are you Saka? Saka. Like I don't get me wrong, I think Phil Foden has a high ceiling, but I think over the tw- last twelve to eighteen months, I think it's fair to say Saka's been better than. And I think with Phil Foden. Listen, we can't also forget his Euros as well. Phil Foden wasn't great in the Euros. Saka came in and Saka stepped up. Mm. Saka's done fine for England, in my opinion. So, I think he deserves to keep his place for now. All right. Go on, Kieran. Sorry, no, go on. No, I was, gonna, no, I was just going to say, I feel like Foden has more, you know, direct goal there. I mean, he's literally got a hat-trick against Man United this season. I don't, I don't think Saka has a career hat-trick. I'm not even trying to slander here. I'm just I'm just trying to lay out some, some facts. Like, Foden... <laughs> For me, he has much more direct goals there. And clearly today we lack goals. Well, we? Yo, I've been in this country way too long. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. All right. Let's move swiftly on to uh, Wales losing to Iran. Um, I don't really want to focus too much on Wales because I, I, honestly I watched them and I don't feel like there's actually a lot to say. Like They are a side that have a lot of players that don't play at the highest level. Um, but then they do have a couple of players that do or have played at the highest level. Gareth Bale have played at the highest level. Gareth Bale was what's the word? Go on, I let I, I let you take this because I feel you are ready to take this on. <laughs> yeah, he, he's washed. He's been washed for the past three, four years. Ramsey, I don't know why Ramsey's still kicking ball. That that to me is is the biggest question. Uh, bro, Wells. I think Wells was re- very, very fortunate to get a point against USA, and 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 today, today was the biggest demonstration. They should have like Iran shouldn't have left it that late to even score two goals. They should have that. That was I think that was a, a double chance where it hit the post within yeah. within within ten seconds within the second mm-hmm. half. I think Iran was just too dominant. For, Wells had just finished. Like that. Like Bale should just just start playing golf, bro. Like <laughs> that's what we've been wanting for the past three years anyway. Three years anyway. No, I feel you... like go oh, sorry. No, my bad, my bad. Um, no, 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 I, just, I feel like you know, even even the last game, he literally needed a, a penalty before you know he had any impact on the game. Somehow, still came away with the man of the match, which is a bit crazy. But now I'm, I'm with Bezos on this one. I think I think he's I think he's done at the top level. And his greatest greatest British player of all time thing is is crazy. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna get into that. That's crazy to me. No, no that's true though. That, that's true. You think so? Over Rooney. But Bell, Bell, Bell's won four, four champs, bro. 
I know, but like, look at the league campaigns. Like, this guy was getting injured how how often, and then we come, yes, we come and do crazy on, on the Champions League stage. But I feel like, in terms of consistency and season in season out, I, I don't think he's. I, I wouldn't have never in. It's like a new well, opinion to be fair. Well, he scored. He scored in two Champions League finals. Okay, like there's lots of players who scored in lots of finals. Divo Carigi scored in the Champions League final. It was I mean, crucial three. It, it, no, it was crucial three Champions League out of four. I feel like personally, I just feel like scoring in finals isn't like uh, a factor. Personally, I feel like lots of players can step up in finals. It's like the Drogba Henri thing. Like you know, Drogba scored in all these finals. Henri hasn't scored in a final. It doesn't suddenly make Drogba this this mountain that Henri can't climb. You know, I can't forget finals. He scored against. He scored in semis against you guys in fifteen sixteen. Next question. Next question. Let's, let's have the next one. I got that. You got me. You got me. Are you saying Gareth Bale's the greatest ever British player to play a game? I think, yeah. I think I, I, I don't think that should be a debate. I think he's, he's, he's achieved enough for him to become, to have that tagline for him. Fair enough, he's been washed for the past two, two years, three years, four years. But he's done. He's done enough. Five. But he's, done, he's done enough for him to cement himself as the greatest. I don't think. I, I, wait, who who do you guys have as your best British player ever? British player ever. I've got Bale personally. Yeah, really. I thought you were going to say Rooney. See, I saw Rooney towards the end of his career at United, didn't it? So I can't really comment on Rooney as a whole. You see. Uh... The five, the four Champions League thing is definitely in favour of Bale, naturally. Um, but what Rooney did at United was pretty mad as well. Um, uh, at their then pick, could you not flip it what Bale done at Spurs? Bale's numbers towards what, the end, last yeah, but at Spurs I think Bale's numbers at Spurs were good like for one, one, two seasons really. Yeah, it was very like it was a very limited period. I don't even think it was one, two. I want to say it was about twelve months. I could be slightly wrong, and Baines is about to whip up some stats and silence me. So <laughs> before he does, let me get this rant out. Um, I think Bale at Spurs had a season, especially the season when they took on Inter Milan, and I think he's got a hat trick and a four three win, and that sort of like cemented his um, place as this future star. Then obviously he goes to Madrid and does cook, and I honestly think he's very underrated for his time at Madrid because of the way it ended. Uh, and I think a lot of Madrid fans who actually like football will probably agree. Um, but I think what Rooney's done from, well, did from such a young age at United, I believe he's won, I want to say, one Champions League and probably four Premier Leagues. Um, maybe even more, actually. Baines will have the stats on that. Um, I think on their day, who would I have, Rooney or Bale, at their absolute peak? I think I'd have Rooney. Yeah, but but, but you're forgetting you're forgetting what he's done internationally. He took Wales to the Euro. Correct if I'm wrong. Is it Euro semi final in sixteen? Yeah. Right? Sixteen, yeah. World 16, Cup. Was, exactly. Yeah, World Cup. First ever World Cup. I think it's been what it was forty something years. I think with the Euros as well. Like since Wales have gone that far, something crazy like that. Yeah, that's, mm. that's a very very fair shout. To be fair, I didn't even think about the international stage. Uh, I mean, the Rooney take was just me being contrarian. I'll be so wrong. I think Rooney has won Cup wasn't it? Yeah. So Rooney here, actually. One, two, three, four, five. Five Premier Leagues, a Champions League, Europa League. Uh, on the international stage, I mean, he's Manchester United's all-time top scorer, England's all-time top scorer, but I don't really like the all-time top scorer stats for England. because what, what, was, what was Rooney's highest, uh, highest ever finish on the international stage? World Cup or Euros? Finish as in how many goals he scored, or how far uh, like he got? In terms, of, in terms of where, where, where did England finish with him as a player? That is a good shout. Let me have a look because I will not remember. Because because two thousand ten they got knocked out in the, yeah. in the group stage. Two thousand fourteen was was it quarters? Fourteen was quarters. Yeah, quarters. Uh, yeah. Six. Six is the is the infamous uh, Ronaldo thing. Yeah. But, uh, no. <laughs> the little, the little, the no, little cheeky. <laughs> Bane's like that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it did. I said, that's yeah. when he decided to become a Ronaldo fan. <laughs> I don't like these England guys. Like, that one there is <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fair. The, the international, I mean, this is not a Bale Rooney conversation, but the international debate is an interesting one. I feel this is one for another pod uh, later down the line when I turn up with stats fully loaded. 
because I want to put Steven Gerrard's case forward, but I feel like I can't. So, um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, only because he's yeah. on this, I want to mention Steven Gerrard because he's going to go, Fede Valverde, he's so good, he's so good. Baines, were you about to throw something in for Rooney there? No, I was going to say something. Like, Do you think anyone in the modern day could do what Bill's done for Wills? No. Because for me, like, well, I don't British, even know if Ronaldo or Messi or could or do any. it. British or any player? Any. Neymar. No. I think I think Neymar could do it personally. Like Bale, like... even when they played Austria and he scored the two goals, he wasn't even playing before like that and he's still yeah. bad. The, the thing, the diff, it's really difficult with that one because all the other players generally play for top nations. So like Ronaldo's expectancy is like, can you win the World Cup? Can you win the Euros? Whereas Bale's is, can you qualify? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like they're probably not equally difficult, but they do bring a similar sort of volume on both sides. But Bale gets to the group stages with Wales, and that's an achievement. Whereas winning the World Cup Euros twenty sixteen, Bale's Bale, I think they beat England in that run as well. Yeah, they did, they did, yeah. and he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. There is, yeah, it's he scored, he scored, he scored that free kick as well. Yeah, against, yeah. Uh, I think we, we need to dedicate an episode to Bale because I feel like he's going to retire on internationals anyway after mm-hmm. this tournament. Uh, but it is crazy that the man can basically play golf for like nine months and then turn up and just be fit and ready to play football uh, for Wales. I don't know. So it's a weird one. Um, anyway, we were just mess- me- yeah, we just mentioned Lionel Messi, um, Argentina, Mexico, Saudi Arabia. We spoke about them on the last episode, but just quickly give them their props. Saudi cooked Argentina. Oh, yeah. It was so sick. I like I like that the comment the commentary on, on the second goal the arrow commentary on the second goal is crazy I, I absolutely loved that too I was like yeah this is this is what the World Cup's about man and watching Messi struggle I I, I take a bit of pleasure in that as well I don't like oh it. I took a lot of pleasure I ain't even gonna lie <laughs> he was hiding count. he was actually hiding it was a go it was a ghost search for the ages like I can't I can't believe Ronaldo can never get away. Ronaldo can never ever get. I'm not even trying to be a Ronaldo fanboy in this thing, but Ronaldo could not get away with that level of goal search. And, and he and, tried to score when the when the Saudi player was was down. You see that when the Saudi player was down, Messi was yeah. still trying to get his, trying to get his little consolate. Nah, 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 nah. And, and even even and even even Saudi's first goal was uh, was his fault as well. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he, a, lo- he lost the ball. He lost the ball. Ah! He lost the ball. <laughs> There's a lot of pre- I do feel for him because there's a lot of pressure on him. Like, be like, probably he's probably the most pressured player in the world on international stages, um, alongside Neymar. Alongside Neymar, I would say, because when Messi comes into a tournament, there's always like he ha- he has to win it with Argentina. But like, when you look at this squad, it is a little bit booky. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't love this squad. If they go on to win it, and to be fair, any team that wins international tournaments. If you think back, not many of them are actually like, oh my God, they had 11 of the best players in the world. There tends to be quite a few average players in that team or in the starting 11. And then you have two or three players that run the show. Um, I do feel though, against Saudi, he definitely started hiding and he definitely did. He just didn't want it. And I do feel Messi has done that a few times, shall we say. I, I, I can remember games where he's... It's almost like you, you've obviously played small-sided football. And you know when the, the the other team has a good player and the captain says, snap him early, and you go into him early, put him in the boards, and then he just stays away from you. That's kind of what happened. The Saudi boys put the fear of Allah into Messi, and he just he just didn't want it like that anymore. And I, I just... Mean, I mean, inshallah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was a strange one. But they take on Mexico up next, who are horrible against Poland. That's, I think that is the worst game of the World Cup so far. Um, has there been a worse game than Mexico-Poland? Yeah. Today, today was up, probably up there. The, the England-USK game was probably up there. Mm. But it had a bit of quality. The Mexico-Poland game had zero mm. quality. Like The no, ball was going true. up for throw-ins. I think the only entertaining thing was the Lewandowski penalty miss, isn't it? Yeah, and that happened early as well. Yeah, yeah. So they take on Mexico. Um, where what uh, what's what's the situation at the moment, Faisal, with Argentina? Like, how how are you feeling watching this team? Am I am I being unfair to say that this team actually isn't that good? I I, I think the only re- the only reason why people had them actually competing or even favourites was just because of Messi. Uh, just uh, not not even wanting, not even just because of Messi, just wanting Messi to win the World Cup for him to finish the iconic career that he's had. Uh, but just but just going back, just going back to I think someone mentioned uh, I think um, 
uh, Kieran mentioned about the Ronaldo thing and if and the, how the energy will change. I agree. I feel like if energy will change, I agree. I feel like if if Ronaldo had the performance as that, the way Messi had it, the energy would completely change dramatically. Because I don't see, I, I haven't seen any uh, media outlets or anything just criticize Messi's performance. If that was Ronaldo, oh my God, we would we wouldn't even we would we would hate this and everything about it. So that that's true. I agree on that front. Hey, that was that was such a hot take that something in the room just fell over. I was hey, no, no, no. <laughs> scared for a second, you know. <laughs> When I go back to Argentina, I think uh, I think that game they lacked uh, they lacked the creativity. Uh, Enzo Fernandez came on in, in the second in the second half, which I think he should be starting. Romero, for me, he's 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 on forward watch completely. Like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why Martinez, I don't know why Martinez is not starting for Argentina. And I get, and I get why Scaloni trying. The thing is, Martinez and Romero can't start together, so it, ha- it has to be one. It has to be one of the two. But after what Martinez done this season, he deserves to start for Argentina. And Dybala, Dybala's injury didn't help as well. So yeah, I think it's crazy that Romero could fake that injury for for however many months to then come and show up for the World Cup and put that that stink show of a performance in the <laughs> first game. But then I also think with um, like the reason some people are like, oh, you know, Argentina are going to win. Is because of the Copa America as well. They had, you know, they obviously beat, beat Brazil in the final. Messi didn't even play that well in the final. And they still managed to win. So people are like, okay, cool. They can potentially take this to the World Cup because a lot of people also have Brazil as favourites. And it's like they beat in Brazil. Messi had a stink. Oh, that's another stinker. Messi had a stinker in, in the Copa America final. But, you know, and they still managed to come away with the win. So I feel like that's why a lot of people got them favourites. So it's kind of low-key justified. I'll be honest, man. I think you look too lean in Argentina. At least look one at what, a 36 game. I'm beating run. I'm beating run before this. I think they conceded two goals in 15 games. Mm. Pressure was on. Like, say whatever you want. This was clearly a team that was well balanced. I think the LaCelso injury was big in terms of balance of that midfield. But overall, everyone had them top two favourites. Like, well, we, we can't. Well, let's be real. They, they, they had it just because of Messi. No, no, but I think they had it because of Messi and also. As a team, they were performing so well before the cup, uh, before the World Cup started. They're unbeaten, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree on that. And again, and it's, it's not just Messi. They still have other good players. They still have other good players like Latoura Martinez, Dil Maria, Enzo Fernandez on the bench, Dybala on the bench, Martinez Wait, on the Latour bench. Latoura Martinez is good. Like Latoura Martinez is good. Like we 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 did us on this. Like he's he's good. No, no, he's decent kind of thing, isn't it? I, I, I personally, I, I've got a crazy agenda on him. Like, I, I just don't, I just don't think. Let's like say it. the agenda. Yeah, I, let's say it. Why? Personally, I, I don't know. Like, I have random agendas on random players. I personally, whenever I watch him, I just don't see anything special. Like, even most games I've watched him, he hasn't scored, and when he's not scoring, I feel like he kind of his level just drops crazy. I feel like he's one of those players that needs needs a goal to kind of pick his performance up. But I just, I just, I just don't really like him as a player. That's that's just a personal thing. <laughs> There was like zero justification there. I just don't like him. Maybe, maybe that's maybe I'm just saying, maybe I'm just a hater. Maybe if I'm a hater, I'm a hater, but I just don't like him. All right, Latour is just gonna have to just hold that and it just hold that. Facts. Um, if they don't beat Mexico and they go out of this World Cup, like, do you do you have to start to say that Messi's failed on the international stage, Faisal? Yeah. You know the answer. <laughs> say say the words, man. Say the words. I don't. I don't think. The thing is, I don't think you can do. And I and I get and I get what people trying to come up with that with that with that agenda. I don't like 2010. They had they had a cokehead in Maradona as the manager. 2000 2014. R.I.P. Just quickly, just yeah. for those out there. Uh, yeah. 2000, 2014. He he got them to the final. 2000 uh, 2018. I don't know what happened with France that that masterclass, but I I don't I don't I don't I don't know, man. It's, it's nah. I don't I know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Go on, babe. But, but it will. But one thing one thing you will do because I've got I've got Messi as my goat, and even though even though even even though I'm, uh, even though I'm a, um, I'm a Madrid fan, I've got Messi as my goat. If he does leave, if he does get out of the group stage, and if Ronaldo somehow wins the World Cup. Yeah, that shit might change. 
<laughs> shit, watch it. Come to the right side. Because I've said it before. I said it. If let's say if Ronaldo wins the World Cup, for me it doesn't determine who the goat stays for me. For me, I still got Messi as my goat. But if Messi leaves the group stage with no W's and Ronaldo wins the World Cup, yeah, I think I think yeah, crazy. something might change. Yeah, that's crazy. Nah, I feel you on that. That's like for me. Like I, I, I think. I think Messi's better, but Ronaldo's my boy. Like I, I, I back Ronaldo like crazy. I, I do think Messi's slightly better, but I will say whenever it comes to the big games, it seems like at least since at least I'll say twenty sixteen, no, I'll say twenty fifteen, Messi's really struggled when it comes like when the chips are down, like Messi doesn't perform and Ronaldo steps up. So I think, and I think I with the international that. thing, into, I think Argentinian fans would just look at Messi differently. Yeah, because the older generation, most of them rate Maradona because of the World Cup. That like especially in South America, the World Cup's massive, and I just think that would be a massive black mark on Messi's record, which I love. <laughs> I would love it, and I think I deserve. <laughs> Honestly, anyhow, we don't get out of this group. Oh, hey, the way I'm tweeting that day. <laughs> you're you gonna hit rate rate limit. I might, you know. Uh, yeah, this, uh, I, yeah, it's a, it's a weird sitch. I'm not a huge fan of like judging players on tournament football because like anything can happen. Like the France-Argentina game where Benjamin Pavard puts an outside of the foot finish in the top corner and then the brother joins Bayern and he's, he now can't run. And it's like, yeah, how did that... Like, you just can't quantify things in tournament football, especially in the World Cup. Um, but we will talk Messi at some point because if they do lose against Mexico, then you best believe the title of our pod is going to be Messi's a fraud and <laughs> you best believe it's going to cook. Um over to uh, Neymar, uh, probably another player, as I just said, has got the most pressure on him. That ankle injury, man. I was like, uh, and Kieran, I'm coming to you because I feel like your feed that entire day was just <laughs> Neymar videos. I was like, how old is this guy? And now I know you're a young man. There's a lot of love hey, for Neymar. <laughs> Neymar's my guy, man. Neymar from, like, when, you, when you're young and you're growing up, like, I feel like everyone, every, every school I was in, everyone wanted to be Neymar. I feel like the Santos era... I think he was the first probably YouTube footballer, like more than anyone. Like people are tuning in YouTube videos, like comps. Like I, I don't know anyone that was really watching like full games, but you know, you see the skills, you see everything. You think, yeah, this guy. And I think he's lived up to it personally. But with the injuries, I feel like he's just been crazy unlucky. Like everyone just targets him. I think he got fouled nine times in the first half or something, mm, something crazy yeah, like that. Yeah. And I feel like you know, even he's one of the few players that can come back from an injury and just just go again and again. But it's like. At, to what end? Like how many? How many times does he have to get injured before, you know, people start to realize that like that's maybe why he hasn't reached the heights that some people think he should have should have reached. No facts. No facts. I feel like I've, I feel like he's not protected enough. And I and I've read and and I read somewhere that Serbia committed ten fouls in the first half, and eight and eight of them was targeted for uh, for Neymar. And, and and which is which is which is crazy, I, I, but the thing is, the, the injury is, is only for two games. Uh, I think it's only for yeah, the, it's well, just, the, just the rest the rest of the group stage. I think it's so. just convenient that it's like the rest of the group stage, isn't it? Like it could have been a three or four game injury, mm-hmm. but they're like, yeah, it's just like, we're going through. It's just a two game injury. He's gonna be chilling. I feel like the story is kind of written there. Like he's gonna come back, he's gonna cook, or they're he's gonna done. flop and they go home, and it's gonna be. Well, we won without him, and now this guy isn't that guy. I think I think this time we go all the way, and I think Neymar Neymar's gonna cook in, in the chaos. I think he's got it. But do we see Neymar's that... performance over there? Like it can't just be me. I thought Neymar was very very below par for his standards. He was. Yeah. <laughs> Losing the ball a lot. Like don't get me wrong, I know he got fouled and stuff, but that was one of the worst Neymar performances I've seen in a very long time. I don't think he was. I don't think he was that bad. I, I think it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the worst. It's no, not, no, one, it's, one of the worst. Uh, I think he was still affecting the game. I mean, even the the first goal, literally, like it was his dribble. I know the kind of kind of flopped a little bit, and then Vinicius took the shot. But it was literally his initiative to you know take the ball. He went past you know a couple guys, and then Vinicius took the shot, and then obviously Richarlison tapped in. Then even even the second goal, he was involved in the build up. He was involved in yeah, he was involved in the build up. Played it to Vinicius. Vinicius played the ball. Obviously, Richarlison did what Richarlison does for Brazil. But I don't think he's. I don't think he's a dog, man. Richarlison's a dog. Well, the new, <laughs> the new Arnan. That's the real. That's the, the real Arnan. I don't know about that other one. 
<laughs> the longer that game was going on, in my head I was just thinking, Richarlison scoring a tap-in. He scored a tap-in, then he scored a overhead kick. It like symbolises the type of player he is. Like, just horrible bloke to play against. But if he's in your team, like he's the guy, man. Um, very quickly, on that Neymar situation, uh, Neymar not playing means Brazil obviously going to have to find an alternative for the remaining two games. They're pretty much through, considering the group they're in. You'd imagine they win. And, uh, you know what? Imagine they lost that second game. You know for a fact Neymar's fit for that third game, isn't it? There's, there's, yeah. 100%, 100%. Suddenly his ankle's recovering. And to be fair, he takes February off for his sister's birthday anyway. So um, it's fine. Like Just inject him with whatever you need to inject him with so he can play. Um, who do you think should play in that position? Uh, I'm going to come to you, Baines, because you love Anthony. And I feel like if you don't say Anthony, you're kind of letting your whole Twitter following down. Nah. I thought... I think Rodrigo came on in the 10 and I thought he actually done all right. He surprised me and I've seen glimpses of him at Real over the last year or so and he's looked good. In central areas, I haven't seen much of him but you know what, like, fair play. Like he, he took his chance in my eyes when he came on. And I'll be honest, Anthony, centrally or whoever you want to play there, we haven't really seen it. I think his only fair is Rodrigo. Mm. Yeah, I can't, I can't lie. I agree with that. I mean, it pains me to say it because obviously Rodrigo had to hit us with that in the Champions League last season. Um, but now nah, I think I think it's got to be Rodrigo. So I feel like he's got he's got goal threat. And I'm surprised at how good he is at dribbling. Like people don't really talk about how good this guy this guy can dribble. Like he he, he goes past there like it's it's crazy. He's very underrated, and he came out. He came out last month for Madrid, saying because uh, we because we used him as a number ten a couple of times behind Benzema. Mm. And he came mm. out last month saying his preferred position, because his preferred position has always been the left, but we forced him mm. to play on the right because of Vinny. Mm. But yeah, he course. came out last month saying his preferred position now is is behind the striker. I feel, I feel like he's the, he's the best he's the best replacement for Neymar. I actually rate him so much. And like every time I've watched him, obviously I don't watch Real Madrid every single week because like who's got time? Um, but <laughs> I actually really rate him. Like every time I watch him in phase, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but. He obviously has, he's, he still feels like he's raw. I think he's like 24, 25 now, so he probably shouldn't be raw. But there is like a... What, what, 24, he's, like, he's like 20, 21, bro. Nah, he's no way. Yeah, he's 21. Oh, he's got a fake passport, bro. That brother looks... He looks like what? he's got four kids, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, bro, but you just look very old. I thought you were like 20... I thought, honestly thought he was 24, 25, but yeah, there's, but a, there's a rawness to his game. And I think like, if he can re- refine the rawness to his game, then we're probably Brazil have landed on another absolute baller. Uh, but I feel like because he's a little bit unorthodox, not as fluid as you like, people don't seem to rate him face. I agree. And the thing is, this season, Vinny is our top score. But really and truly, like, if you've watched Madrid this season, watched all games, Rodrigo's been much better than Vinny this season. Like, and, 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 that's, that, and that's, that's coming from someone who loves Vinny. Rodrigo's been our top three best players this season. And that's how that's how crucial it's been, bro. We I was I was one of the people who's been praying for Eden Hazard or Matada. Uh, I even I even I even made a video about it. But 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 now but now uh, Rodrigo has taken that taken that right hand um, taken that right before Fede uh, took it, and even with Benzema's injury become very uncertain, he's taken that striker position. He's he's been too good this season, and I, I'm I'm happy for people now finally starting to see it as well. Is that Rodrigo texting you? I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> say, say it now. Say, say it a bit now. I, I, I told you before. Say it a bit now. Well, just quickly, <laughs> how, how do you think Make sure you let Paqueta. him know better than Vinny. <laughs> how, how do you not think Paqueta did with Casemiro in there? He did well. He did okay. You think he did better with Fred? No, he did well. He did well. He, like, he, could, he, he was very disciplined. He, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't going, going forward too much. I, I, I think he did well. Yeah. Don't tell, don't tell me what Fred to start. No, no, I don't. I want Bruno G to start. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I'm not even mad at that. Yeah. I wasn't sold on Paqueta completely. I mean, I didn't enjoy what the commentators were saying about him because they obviously never watched him play football. Um, I think the commentator was like, uh, what was he, he in the first half? He said next to Casemiro, you need someone who's a bit of a destroyer like Paqueta. I was like, brother, have you seen Paqueta play? <laughs> He's not a destroyer. You've just seen like some Twitter lingo, and you went, I'm slapping this on the first player that has a nice haircut, Paqueta. That's you, brother. You're a destroyer. Um, I've, I, I personally think when I've watched Fred and Casemiro together, they actually complement each other so well. Um, 
But I feel for what Brazil want and how they want to play, as you saw in the first game, they want to play all-out attack, essentially. Um, they don't want to play a game that they win in transition. They don't want to beat, beat a team by passing them to death. They want to play direct. And I think if you want to play direct, you need someone like Lucas Paqueta, um, who, by the way, has a proper mental spelling on his uh, name. In fact, how old is Lucas Paqueta? Because in my head, I think he's actually 24, 25, 25 26. I think, I think he's yes. 25. Yeah, I right. yeah. Here's a fun fact for you. Uh, his full name is actually Lucas Tolentino Cole de Lima, known as Lucas Paqueta. He was actually born in Paqueta Island. Mad. Wow. Oh, wow. That is a fun okay. fact. There you go. Um, yeah, Kieran, Kieran, bro, take notes. That's a fun fact, bro. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Oh, damn. You came back. Hey, it's the best best possible way to end the episode. But just before we go, as always, uh, an icebreaker for you lot to answer on social media. The clip will go out, so make sure you interact with it. Who are the... Okay. Who will be the next nation to win their first ever World Cup? Spare options, to be fair. The notes on here, for those of you at home that obviously cannot see my notes, it says Norway, Belgium, Portugal, USA, Norway, or China, possibly. Where the f- did we get China from in that list? Why, like a, uh, population uh, thing. Why is Portugal around, uh, surrounded with these, with these countries? <laughs> we have Holland when I woke up. No, they yeah. never have. Three-time finalists. Hmm. Bro, are you not listening to the commentary? That's the only fact they have on Holland. Every two minutes, no, three no. times finally, still no, haven't won I it. I still haven't won it, but I don't know if you mentioned it. No, they've they've not won it. I did mention them just then. Um, and every and every twenty minutes, they mentioned Cruyff took him to the final. Yeah. Uh, all right, bro. Oh, bro! Every <laughs> single time. Like, like, we get it. Like we get it, bro. Like all right. And then one bit. Uh, and I think the new one they've got is uh, Denzel Dumfries. Did you know the his, name. they named named him actually after Denzel Washington, the actor? Would you believe it? We told you seven minutes ago, but in case you went to the toilet and missed it, we're telling you again. Uh, you hear they had yeah, that they, whole bit today about the, the cool, commentary's like, the been the worst, names. by the way. I want to. Andros Townsend was very good on commentary. I don't know if you heard the game he commentated on, but he was very very good. Um, he did. It was a really random game, but he just added a lot of insightfulness um, and like topsy because that's what we do, you know. Anyway, uh, oh. that is all we have time for for this podcast. Uh, you will see plenty of comment comments, plenty of content coming out over the World Cup. I'm pretty sure it's near enough a daily upload until the World Cup finishes pretty much. So uh, make sure if you're new here, you follow, you subscribe, whatever it is that you need to do to make sure you don't miss a podcast. Follow the guys as well and follow us on social media at No Ratings Pod because there's clips constantly going out. And everything you've heard and all the best bits that you want to see will be on social media, especially that Harry Winks clip. See you next time. <laughs> hey, thank you for having me.